Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTB. Best hours of your week. Right here with me, Dave the Dog Man on Dog Talk 610 CKTB. Glad you could be here with us on this beautiful Monday evening. Our good friend and our resident veterinarian of the Dog Talk radio show is in the studio with me, Dr. Aaron Bond. Uh, what's up, Doc? Not much, Dave. Uh, pleasure to be here as always. Love being here. Producing our show is uh, Greg Campagne. Hi, Greg. How are you? Hi, Dave. Hi. A pleasure to be here. First time with you. I am so glad you're here, Greg, because, you know, it's the first time meeting you face-to-face. I've yes. always heard your your very memorable uh, voice on the radio when you're on with Tom McConnell. And finally, we get to meet face-to-face today. Uh, and you told me something very interesting, Greg. I understand that you're allergic to dogs. I am. I am. It's, I'm, uh, I'm not laughing at you, Greg. I know. I've, I've told you I'm allergic to cats. <laughs> he said it, Greg. He said it. We talked about it. Yeah. I told Greg, I says, Dr. Bond is allergic to pussy cats. <laughs> and Greg says, come on. you know. I said, I know. He's a veterinarian. But uh, the thing is, with, with Greg Campagna, even if we brought our dogs, because Aaron's got golden retrievers, I've got the Labrador retriever, and if our dogs were to lick Greg, like just lick his hand, it could be bad. He could have a reaction. Yeah, absolutely. My whole arm will be red all the way up. Uh, my hand, oh, everything will be itchy. I'll have to, you know, shower. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's more of a contact thing uh, rather than airborne, for uh, for instance. Now, <laughs> that, my mother couldn't be in the same room as a dog. She'd get a headache. She'd be turn red, go to the hospital. Like, it's bad. Yes. Whereas myself, it's uh, I can't be licked. I can't pet. And the you can't dog, be licked by no, a dog. No, and the but dog you can be knows. licked by a cat. Yeah, yeah. Cats are fine. I'm fine with cats That's for funny. some for some odd reason. Uh, and dogs know it. They know that I can't touch them. So they come up to me and they they're like, why, why won't you touch me? So you know, and it's just uh, it's not you. It's me. <laughs> Forbidden fruit. Yeah. Well, we're safe if we talk about dogs and uh, and everything else will be fine, but we've got to keep the dogs away from Greg Campagne. No problem, Greg. We'll make sure we remember that. Yeah, I have a doorbell ready for any dog that comes around. I have a, a doorbell <laughs> sound effect. <laughs> I love it. Right on, buddy. Glad you could be here with uh, us and, uh, and taking good care of us. Dr. Bond, you've been busy. I haven't seen you in a long time. Yes, sir. I have been busy. We've... Uh... Got a little baby at home, so uh, we welcomed uh, Huxley back in September. So that's been keeping me, uh, keep me busy, busy. Such a manly, such a manly name, such a masculine name, Huxley. Yeah, I like Hux, Huck, Huck for short. So it's Huck. good. Yeah, love it, buddy. Yeah, love it. so the kids are keeping you busy. They are busy. Yes, you've got you've sired two now, have you two, not? Two under two. So and boys, boys, you've boys. sired boys. I can only sire girls. I've tried, tried. I've tried everything that's been recommended, and I mean, I love my daughters. Don't get me wrong, but I am not able to sire a, a son. What tricks have you tried, Dave? <laughs> I tried no, quite no, a few. No, I don't of them. know about it. Uh, you still got the golden retrievers now? Yes, we do. 
Yeah, everything's going good with him? Yep, so far. Fantastic. So far. You'll be with us till 8 p.m.? Awesome. we got a lot of stuff to talk about on tonight's show. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> it's going to be exciting. Um, I, I want to show you a cool hat, uh, Dr. Bond. Not sure if you've heard of this company, Niagara Clothing Company. I was looking at that. Really slick. I like that. How, how sick is that? And how slick is that? Yeah, Look at that. It's Take, nice. It's beautiful. Yeah. Now, it's come to my attention that quite a few of my clients, friends, and, uh, and uh, co-workers, they're familiar with the Niagara Clothing Company. And um, on the, uh, the telephone uh, that we're going to chat with in a couple of minutes is Claire uh, Lachance, and she is the co-owner. Go ahead, Greg. Lachance. 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 Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Dr. (laughs) Bond. (laughs) I need the critique. Lachance. Yes, uh, Claire Lachance, she'll be uh, chatting with me. her and a friend are local entrepreneurs, and uh, they both grew up in the Niagara region of Ontario, uh, Welland, Sweet. being one of the cities. Isn't that nice? That is great. Very exciting. And uh, she's going to talk to us about the brand new line of dog bandanas that they have launched. I mean, they've got sweatshirts and hoodies and uh, ball caps, but the dog bandanas, I saw them on their Facebook page. Really cool looking, and I love the uh, the logo. Yeah. Right, the logo is very cool, and uh, she'll tell us all about it. Uh, let's go to the phone right now without delay. Claire, how are you? I am well. How are you? I'm doing great. Sorry for screwing up the last name. Nope, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> You're forgiven. <laughs> so, so you know, uh, I'm from the Niagara region. I grew up in the Niagara region. Dr. Bond here uh, is from the, the Welland area as well. Grew up in the Niagara region, and I know that you're from the Niagara region. I am, yes. I am originally St. Catharines. Very nice. And mm-hmm. so, so tell us about uh, the Niagara Clothing Company. When did you launch that? Um, Niagara Clothing Co. was born in August. Um, it's very, very new. Um, and uh, myself and my partner, Jessica, who's from Fort Erie, um, we decided to launch this clothing company, and uh, we've been running with it ever since. We're pretty happy with how it's going. <laughs> Please tell the listeners that don't know about your very super cool uh, logo and wow. the slogan, because that's what really grabbed me when I looked at that. Yeah, so the coin phrase, the, the, the phrase, sorry, that we have coined is life between two lakes, which um, we feel and others feel um, suits Niagara perfectly. Yeah, we are right in between Erie and Ontario. And um, it's definitely our bestseller. <laughs> now, are you a dog owner and dog lover yourself? I am a dog lover. I am not a dog owner currently. Um, our family is very, very busy, and I'm a firm believer that you got to have time for a dog. So. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. It's no sense yeah. getting a dog if you haven't got the time to walk them, train them, and, uh, and do everything you got to do. Yeah. Uh, what's come to my attention is that you have now launched a brand new line of dog bandanas. And I was fortunate enough to catch a glimpse of some of these uh, on the pictures that you posted on your Facebook business page of the Niagara Clothing Company. Yes, we just uh, we just launched them last week, actually, because we did a pop-up at the Niagara Outlets, and um, it was one of our new things. And actually, they sold really, really well. Um, what was cool about that spot is people can shop with their dogs there. Yeah. So um, it was neat to have people come up with their dogs and purchase the bandana for their dogs right then and there. So it was yeah. very cool. 
Excellent. That's a good spot, yeah. right? Because there's the Bass Pro Shops there. You can take your dog walking around. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. this time of year, I mean, people are always asking, what should I get my dog for Christmas? Now, yeah, now I know, sure. right? So that, that's perfect. There you go. Now you know. <laughs> it's, a great, it's a great gift, and it looks fantastic. And, of course, you have all the sizes, right from the little manja cakes, uh, the little chihuahuas, or as my daughter used to call it when she was just a kid, chihuahua, right up to the Great Danes, right? Like all different sizes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. They um, they're made out of like a, a fleecy hoodie material, actually, because we wanted them to match the owner's hoodies. So um, that was part of the uh, the idea behind them was that the owner and the puppy can match. Nice, yeah. excellent. Now, how can our listeners uh, explore your Facebook page? Can you let them know what it is? Okay, so our Instagram handle is at Niagara Clothing Co. Um, you can find us on Facebook. Um, Niagara Clothing Company and our website, um, we do have an online store, is www.niagaraclothingco.com. Fantastic. Thanks, Claire, for joining us and congratulations on the clothing company and congratulations on the new line of dog bandanas. I think they look great. Oh, it's awesome. I appreciate the shout out. Thanks so much. Have a good night. Take care, Claire. All right. Bye-bye Bye. now. Very nice. Yeah, you got to check out those bandanas when you get a moment and get to the computer. Uh, I encourage people to shop local. That's how I've always felt. We shop local. And please support local businesses. Uh, As a local business owner myself, uh, for the past 34 years, as the proprietor of the Dave McMahon Dog Training Academy, uh, based out of Niagara Falls, I I really appreciate all of the uh, people that have been recommending my dog training school for the past 34 years. Thank you so much for doing that. Uh, The Niagara region is a beautiful place to live. It's a beautiful place to shop. So many awesome people here. Great community. Great community. Uh, so many awesome places to walk the dogs. Yes. I know you enjoy hiking with your dogs, Dr. Bond. We're going to take a short little break. We will come back. Uh, we'll be in conversation with a veterinarian, Dr. Aaron Bond. He owns the Maine West Animal Hospital in Welland on Broadway Avenue. And his wife is also a veterinarian, Dr. Nicole Denodden, and they own the Heartland Veterinary Animal Hospital on McLeod Road in Niagara Falls. So when we come back, we'll do a little contest. It'll be your chance to win a $25 gift card from Sunset Grill, located in Niagara Falls. At the Lowe's Plaza, $25 gift card so you can enjoy some free breakfast. Accompanying the gift card is a beautiful gift basket filled with coffee and Nutella and two beautiful mugs and hot chocolate and all kinds of goodies. The gift basket alone is worth about 30 bucks plus the $25 gift card. And here is the question, which... Dog breed is the favorite of the Queen of England. I ask you again, which dog breed is the favorite of the Queen of England? Call now, 905-688-2582, We'll be back right after this. And Sailor Sam was searching Dog Talk with Dave McMahon. 
News Talk 610 CKTB. Say live and let die. Welcome back to Dog Talk, everyone. We are glad you could be here with us. I'm in conversation with Dr. Aaron Bond, veterinarian from Welland area and Niagara region. Also, he owns uh, the Heartland Animal Hospital along with his uh, wife, who is a veterinarian, uh, Dr. Nicole Donadon. And also they have the Main West Animal Hospital on Broadway in the city of Welland. And uh, I've got to tell you, I've always found this to be so cool. The fact that uh, when Dr. Bond was uh, a teenager, he uh, did a co-op mm-hmm. at the uh, animal hospital, Maine West Animal Hospital. And then later, after graduating the Ontario Veterinary College with a degree as a doctor of veterinary of medicine, ends up taking over the clinic as uh, Dr. Finnegan retires and Dr. Bond purchases the uh, animal hospital and continues today. And wow, hey, time flies. It does. Sure does. I mean, it seems like yesterday, honestly. Yeah, and I, I was just actually had some students in today that did their co-ops uh, with me earlier on, and now they're about to be graduated veterinarians as well. So it's just it's funny how that full circle comes. But so cool. Yeah, we're in the midst of the contest to give away the twenty-five dollar gift card from the Sunset Grill, my favorite breakfast joint in the city of Niagara Falls. We're talking about Sunset Grill in Niagara Falls at the Lowe's Plaza, which is where the uh, Heartland Veterinary Animal Hospital is based out of. I know you're a fan of Sunset Grill. Ye- I know you don't mind some scrambled eggs, a little bit of bacon, rye toast now and then. I prefer the sausage. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, anyhow, uh, the question was, which breed of dog is the favorite? of the Queen of England, 905-688-2582. Let's go to the old telly. We'll go to the Garden City of St. Catharines. Ken is on the line. Good evening, Ken. Welcome to Dog Talk. I'm Dave the Dogman. How are you doing? I'm doing very good, Ken. Uh, I'm doing better now corky. that you called. Yeah, aren't they corkies? That's right. That'll work. That'll work. Put your hands together. Put your paws together. Let's give him a big fat round of applause. Woo. Yeah, good buddy. Corkies, corgis, close enough, man. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna... beautiful dogs, aren't they? The Queen of yeah. England loves those corgis. Mm. Oh yeah, she's got an up of them, eh? Oh my goodness, doesn't she love them, yeah. eh? Smart dogs yeah, too. Yeah, but the Queen's still a sweetheart, eh? At her age, eh? What mid nineties? I know. Yeah, How old would she amazing. be? Do you know, uh, Doctor Bond? I don't. I think she's something like ninety-four. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. Like Ken said, mid nineties. Ken, thank you very much for yeah, uh, participating. You. Congratulations once again. Please stay on the line because uh, Greg, our uh, producer, is going to let you know how you're going to claim your prize. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Ken, and have a dog gone great night. Same to you. Take care, buddy. Bye bye. Could nice you, fella, Ken. Eh? You yeah. can tell nice voice just by listening to him. Uh, very, uh, very uh, deep voice. Good for radio too. Could, could you imagine, Dave, being having the queen as a client? Like you're, you're training the queen's dogs, or I'm a veterinarian treating the queen's dogs. Yes, I mean, it's a feather in our cap for sure. No, but that would, that would be high pressure. That would be. I, I mean, could you? <laughs> that's a lot of pressure. I don't know if I'd want to do that. Jeez, I remember when you came to me with your dog for uh, training lessons. That was high pressure. I wanted to make sure that you were happy with the training style oh, and great. happy with the lessons. It works great. And you told me you were very happy, very content with the lessons and that you would certainly uh, spread the word. And I really appreciate you doing that. Yeah. Thanks so much for that. Still works. It's still working. Didn't break. 
Still works. The training is still working. Everything's working. Absolutely. Uh, This time of year, a lot of my uh, clients at the Dave McMahon Dog Academy are telling me that they're noticing more seborrhea or dandruff, you know, in their dog's uh, fur on the coat. So are we seeing more dry coat this time of year on dogs because the heat is on in the house? Uh, Yeah. Is that that a contributor, the fact that the heat's on? It, it certainly is. I mean, it, it, it works for us too, right? I mean, you've got more uh, decre- decreased humidity, which takes some of that air out, and so the skin becomes a little more fragile. Often we see it with dogs that don't have enough fatty acids in their diets too, so they don't have enough omega-6 or omega-3 fatty acids, and especially dogs that already have allergic problems too. So if you've got the three of those things cut together, uh, dogs and cats, um, it, it kind of just really compounds at this time of year. So okay. if your dog's got a lot of dry skin, if it's just mild, I wouldn't worry. But if it's a lot of do- you know, dry skin, I'd start talking to your veterinarian about some of the diet supplements you can add. That's what I was going to ask you about. You do recommend some supplements, for sure, if needed, that can help with the skin and help with the uh, the dandruff or the uh, Yeah, there's some really the dry, great the dry uh, coat. Uh, omega supplements from uh, Ubavet. Ubavet, however you want to say it, uh, is a great, it's like um, basically a pump you put on the dog's uh, food once or twice a day that can really help with those essential fatty acids. Those are fatty acids that you can't manufacture yourself, so you have to get from your diet, and that can really, really help. In your opinion, is there anything wrong with putting a little bit of salmon oil on the kibble or a little bit of herring oil? Like one of the trainers that works with me, she uses a little bit of herring oil on yeah, the Yeah, no, uh, I actually encourage In that. moderation, though, For because sure. it, I, to me, I mean, you're the doctor, to me, if they use too much, it could make the stool soft. Like, anything you got to watch. Yeah, no, you do have to watch. And I usually start recommending when you're starting that to you know, work it in a little bit, but that's really good. Uh, excellent source of omega-3 fatty acids, which are really good for decreasing inflammation, brain health, heart health, things like that. So that's a great idea. Um, uh, you know, Salmon oil, herring oil, those all work really, really well. Uh, one thing you've got to watch, though, is flax oil, which is a great source of omega-3s and 6s in humans, uh, isn't well-tolerated in dogs. Now, not that it's not well-tolerated, but dogs aren't able to extract those essential fatty acids. So a lot of people use it as a cheaper alternative source. Okay. And they're just wasting their money where we could metabolize that. But for dogs, it doesn't work the same way. So, so the flax oil is certainly uh, not the go-to. No, no. For dogs, but, but f- it is great for us. For us, yeah. Yeah, and there's a lot of things like that too, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a little bit of salmon oil, herring oil is fine. Doesn't but if hurt they, at all. But if they speak with you or email you, you could certainly guide them. Or if they talk to their own vet. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're going to use it, you want to use it properly. And there's definitely doses is you know, doses that are appropriate if you want to see a difference. And putting just a little bit on probably makes you feel better, but doesn't do much for the dog. If you really want to have an impact from it, you need to use appropriate doses, and that's where you should talk to your veterinarian about it, and they can guide you on that. Approximately one year ago, you were on the show with me and we talked about pot for pets and that was the topic pot for pets in other words cannabis uh you know for dogs and we we spoke about pros and cons and you talked a lot about uh different people that would come to your veterinary clinic with dogs that were certainly intoxicated either by um you know marijuana or hashish that they found on the owner's uh, premises uh, and the animal would ingest it and come in you know uh lethargic and mega stoned and of course you've got to treat the dog i mean it can be dangerous if the dog doesn't have any motor skills could fall down a set of stairs could be crazy uh my question to you is uh people wanted me to ask you this what is the ontario vet college's position now on cbd 
or cannabis uh, for dogs. Are we any further than we were a year ago when you came here, or is the Ontario Veterinary College any further? And and to be more uh, frank with you, uh, you know, are veterinarians now uh, in this province able to dispense, you know, able to dispense and prescribe uh, cannabis in one way or the other to a dog or cat? Yeah, it's a great question. The short answer, unfortunately, is no. We're no further ahead. Sadly, okay. you know, we're an evidence-based profession, and we lack the evidence to be able to provide, you know, appropriate dosing. And there's just not enough studies yet. It's just it's it's, it's in its infancy, Dave. Do you think they're snubbing it? Do you think there's any testing trials that are currently being done? On it, to your knowledge, or you you can't comment. You know, I, I don't, I I, I can't don't comment know. because I don't know. Okay, um, I, I'm sure there are a lot of companies that are doing that. These things take time to do appropriate testing and have the funding and, and stuff. And right now, the market's wide open, and certainly the human market is you know just money. Human market's more lucrative, so companies are putting those dollars towards human products first. And once that gets saturated and you've got enough products there, then you're going to have people start looking to the next market, which will be pets. At some point, we're going to have some use. Anecdotally, so not officially, I have a lot of clients that are you know, giving this medication you know, on their own kind of Certainly. volition, not with mine. And uh, you know, it's been mixed reviews. I've had some people say that it's really, really fantastic. Um, they've made a big difference in their pet and others, no difference at all. So a lot of my clients are using the CBD oil on their dogs, putting it into their dog's kibble or, you know, get, putting it on a cookie. And they're claiming that uh, the dog has better mobility. They're claiming that the uh, CBD oil certainly uh, is reducing inflammation. Yeah. And, and your thoughts on this again? Yeah, I mean, I think all the, uh, you know, hypothetically, that should all work. And, I, and definitely from talking to some people, I think we've seen that as well. Uh, just we, I don't have the official studies to say this works for sure. So, you know, professionally, I can't comment saying for sure, but I think, I think there's something there, and I, I, I don't think it's going to be long until we can figure it out and say definitively this prop, you know, this works. But right now, we just lack that evidence. As a doctor, veterinary of medicine, you are governed by the Ontario Veterinary College. Sure am. They're probably listening right now. <laughs> I'm sure they are. I've got to watch my words, but I, it's coming, Dave. It's coming. Very good. Um, we're going to do a contest when we come back. It'll be your chance to win a $100 in-store credit for the Pet Food Outlet. No, your ears are not playing tricks on you. You can win a $100 in-store credit for the Pet Food Outlet located 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Uh, you can buy whatever the heck you want to buy all the way up to 100 bucks. That's a lot of stuff. Here we go. Name the world's most popular breed of dog, I repeat. Name the world's most popular breed of dog. Some are going, yeah, says who? (laughs) Just just go along with it. Name the world's most popular (laughs) breed of dog. 905-688-2582. 905-688-2582. 905-688-2582. Get the right answer. You win the $100 in-store credit for Pet Food Outlet. This segment brought to you by Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital. Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTB. You think that people would have had enough a silly love song? 
Welcome back to Dog Talk, everyone. We're glad you could be here with us. We are the only radio talk show in Canada that is 100% dedicated to dogs and to the people that own them. I'll drink to that. Amen. <laughs> I'm here with Dr. Aaron Bond. He's a veterinarian, and uh, he'll be here with us till 8 p.m. Lots of topics to cover. We're in the midst of a contest, though. We're giving away a $100 in-store credit for the Pet Food Outlet, located 824 Ontario Road in the Rose City of Welland. You can uh, you can go in there and just buy whatever the heck you want to buy, up to $100 worth treats, collars, leashes. Mm-hmm. Question, name the world's most popular breed of dog. 905-688-2582, 905-688-2582. And this is a fact. This is not subjective. Let's go to the old telly. We'll go to Frank in Niagara Falls. Uh, Niagara Falls was once known as the honeymoon capital of the world. <laughs> is it still, Frank? Yeah, <laughs> I don't, is it? I think so. Okay. Hey, Frank, welcome to Dog Talk. How's it going? Not bad. Good, good. So what is the world's most popular breed of dog? The bulldog. Oh, Frank, oh, I'm yeah. so sorry. Oh, that's way off. Thanks for your try, Frank. Keep listening. We appreciate it. Have a good night. All right, let's go to uh, to Jen in the Garden City of St. Catharines. Hi, Jen. I'm Dave the Dog Man. Welcome Hi. to Dog Talk. Hi, Dave. How are you? Doing very good, thank you. I'm going to say a Labrador. You got it. Put your oh, paws good. together. Okay, I'm going to put my paws together. Put your paws together, Jen. Put your okay. paws together. Right on. <laughs> Congratulations. How did you know that? Were you born this smart? No, I wasn't. I Googled it. All right. See, verified by Google. That's verified by Google. It verified by Google. Ask Dr. Bond how he likes it. Dr. Google when people Must be go true. into the uh, the treatment room and tell him what's wrong with the dog. <laughs> you imagine? It's <laughs> got to be frustrating, right, as a doctor? Or right? that? You know what? We can talk about that later. But <laughs> yeah. it's, it's actually a good thing. People uh, are informed to a degree. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, they are informed, and I, I encourage them to be informed because everything you need to know to be a doctor is on Google. Yeah, you just need to know how to read the words and understand them and put them together. <laughs> um, which you know, doctors you know, doctors Google all the time. Yes, nowadays most medical students, human and uh, a veterinary, use Google just as much um, when you know as the patients are using yeah, it. Absolutely, and there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, good. It's just to just know just what to believe and yeah. to know what to Google. Exactly. Hey, Jen, stay on the line, okay? Because okay, Greg Campagne, our producer, is going to take your information. Oh, and okay. congratulations, you won a $100 in-store credit for Pet Food Outlet in Welland. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You have a dog gone. Good night. Stay on the line. Okay, Thanks. thank you. Bye now. Super nice uh, lady. Great yeah. price. All right. So I wanted to get your take on the DNA testing for dogs. You know it's been around for yes. a while. Um what is your opinion on the DNA testing for dogs to determine uh, what breed a dog is? Some people are just dying to know. They rescued a dog. They have a mixed breed. So they are dying to know. Inquiring minds want to know. So they send off the 67 bucks or 87 yep. bucks, whatever the heck the price is now. I can't remember. And there's a few different companies that will send you the Q-tip, the swab, you know, and you got to swab the dog's cheek and presto, you send it back. And in two weeks' time, they will tell you what breed of dog it is. What are your thoughts on that? You know, I've seen results, Dave, um, from years ago. And we've talked about the subject, you know, probably even, I think it was eight, ten years ago. And at first, it was just, it was a crapshoot. You know, I'd have a, a Frenchie, purebred Frenchie, come back as a German Shepherd, and you just think it's horrible. 
nowadays, I've actually seen a lot of the results. I mean, based on what I'm looking and thinking is in the dog, it's pretty accurate. So you're feeling you're feeling that the DNA I, testing I, is more accurate than it was when they first came out of the gate with it. Yes, absolutely. You know, the, the biggest challenge for this is, is that all dogs, no matter from the little Chihuahua all the way to your Great Dane, are you know. 100% identical from a DNA perspective. There's very small little markers that change one dog to the other. They can all interbreed. Um, and so I think the longer these companies have had time to look at these things, the more accurate they, they've gotten. But it's not perfect by any means, but I don't see these things coming out of left field anymore where you've got a great day and coming back as a chihuahua. I, I would say probably 85 to 90% of the things I, I see in the dog I would see the same thing. So it's, 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 it's worth doing. It's worth doing. It's worth investigating. Yeah, and it's cheaper now. It used to be really, really hard. It had to be blood samples. Now you can do it at home with the cheek swabs. It's it's, it's really user-friendly and, you, and fun. Yeah, it's fun to do. Yeah, people are getting a kick out of it. Uh, so could you imagine if uh, a, a, a Chihuahua and a Great Dane were to breed, though? Someone would need a stepladder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody needs a stepladder or just, you know... A little helping hand, you know? That's right. You got it. Yeah. We'll take a short break. We're going to continue the Dog Talk radio show right after these messages. Don't go anywhere because uh, the best is yet to come on the Dog Talk show with Dr. Bond. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Dog Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTB. wants a $300 10-week dog obedience group course? Who wants that? There's a few people out there. Who is looking for free training tonight? I'm giving away a $300 10-week dog obedience group course at my training academy called Dave McMahon Dog Academy in Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. All you got to do to win is call in and bark like a dog yourself and convince Dr. Bond and I that you indeed sound like a dog. And now we've got Greg Campagne on deck as a judge as well. 905-688-2582. Again, 905-688-2582. We'll give it to whoever sounds the best at being a dog. Can you bark like a dog? And will you bark like a dog? Like, you're not stupid. You're graduating to this. Be in touch with your inner theater self. Come on, you can do it. Be in touch with your inner child. 905-688-2582. You call in, you bark like a dog, just like that. And you're going to win a $300 10-week Dog Obedience Group Course Compliments of Dave McMahon Dog Training Academy. Dr. Bond, I've got to ask you, uh, kennel cough. Yes, sir. Okay, it seems to be on the rise. Yeah, we, we in Niagara Region, we've, we've got 
We've been inundated with kennel cough recently. Now, for those that don't know, kennel cough is a airborne upper respiratory infection that is highly contagious that dogs can catch from one another, and they can catch it from different places that they visit. Absolutely. That, that is actually the perfect explanation right there, Dave. Well... Doc, Dr. Dave McMahon. <laughs> I, I, I know uh, Yeah, no, I mean, that, that is... Thank the, you, brother. That is Thank the, you very much. It's, it's exactly that. So kennel cough's a description. What we forget, though, is there's a lot of different you know, pathogens that cause it. When I say pathogens, I mean viruses, bacteria. And a lot of dogs, what we're seeing right now, a lot of dogs are vaccinated for kennel cough. But the vaccine we have is for something, I'll use my you know fancy word, Bordetella bronchoseptica. It's a yeah. certain type of bacteria. We're seeing a lot of these dogs that are getting kennel cough, are, you know, the vaccine doesn't seem to be working. And I've actually tested a few of them. We're seeing something like mycoplasma, uh, which is a different type of bacteria. So it's a complex virus. Yeah, it's like it's a, a very complex it's virus. It's like the cold it would be the simplest thing, or the flu, and that you can still get the flu despite getting the vaccination. I'm not saying you shouldn't get the vaccination, but you should also be careful. Um, and you know, if you've got other dogs that are coughing, watch it. Most of the time, it's self-limiting. Sometimes it might require a little vet treatment. Um, but we're, we're seeing this around, and people just need to be aware of it. Not super scared. You know, we don't have uh, influenza. We haven't seen that around, which causes similar signs, but it's much more fatal. So. Um, yeah, seeing a lot more with dogs that are vaccinated. It's not that it's the vaccines aren't working. It's that we're seeing something that we don't have a vaccine for. Now, for those that don't know, please tell our listeners how the Bordetella vaccine, which is the prevention of yep. kennel cough, is administered. It can be done a couple of different yeah, ways. Yeah, so there's three ways now. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it likes to spice up its uh, its vaccination life here. <laughs> yeah. So, so way number one or a you can you can you can give it in the mouth. You could give it right in the mouth. You, you can squirt it in the you, mouth. You can take it in the mouth. Uh, you can take. Now, it. do you personally administer it that way? I like that way. It's it's been the newest way to do it, and it's, yeah. it's a lot better. Okay. Um, than giving it in the nose. Because I had a client come up to me all like freaked out and paranoid. She's like, I took the dog to the vet, and you know what they did? They gave the Bordetella in the dog's nose. Which is which is the, the other way. <laughs> I said I knew that. Yeah, and so it, it does. It works that way as well, but sometimes it's harder to get in the nose. So it depends on the dog. Somehow. Right, right. And then, of course, is injectable as well, which you know doesn't quite work as well with uh, stimulating the antibodies where you want it, which is in the mucous membranes of the uh, respiratory tract. So three ways to give it. Um, most vets have all of those ways. So it's not an easy vaccine to give sometimes with dogs. You know, they just don't want to get the needle or get the stuff in the nose. Symptoms. Let's uh, let's let the listeners know. I mean, coughing is probably one of the most major ones that come to my mind. Coughing and sometimes sneezing too. We might see nasal discharge. Um, sometimes it's just a bit lethargic with, um, you know, lack of appetite. And it, the symptoms usually come about four or five days after being exposed to a lot of other dogs. So a uh, cough is almost certainly, you know, the number one symptom, but maybe it might start with just nose, uh, nose discharge and things like that. Can too. people carry it on their clothing Pass it to another person, yes, and the dog catch it that way. Yes, yes. You I can. had a feeling you'd say that. Yeah, yeah, you can, and it can. It can stay on surfaces. It's not highly um, stable in the environment, so it won't. You know, you'd have to be fairly direct from one to the other. But they certainly can get it that way as well. Dogs can get it if they sniff each other's poop shoots. Yep, absolutely. Dogs can get it if they are playing and interacting and and get close to one another's mouths. Yeah, and because it's airborne, you know, if they sneeze or they cough, all those little 
particles get get in there. Just like the cold with us, it's pretty easy to transmit. Yeah, and at the dog park, of course. I mean, this is a risk we take if we yeah. take a dog to a dog park. I mean, no one is standing there checking for vaccines. No, it, it's. I say, you know, it's just like your kid going to daycare. I mean, you can get sick. Again, what we're seeing right now is I haven't seen any fatal cases. Um, it's usually self-limiting, and but sometimes needs treatment. So if the dog does come down with kennel cough, it can be easily fixed with what? Maybe one or two weeks of antibiotics. Yeah, yeah I mean, sometimes we don't even treat with antibiotics if they're not running a fever. We might give them some, you know, cough suppressant and let that run. Um, so. You know, we're trying not to give antibiotics to everybody, but if we do, it's usually just a short course, maybe three to five days, uh, and that's usually enough to clear things up. Yeah, there's some dog parents and people parents that get kind of pissy when they don't leave the doctor's office with a prescription. Yeah, you know what? And does it happen in your line of work, too? It does. It's almost like they expect to uh, to leave with a prescription. Yeah, and that's, that's I mean, it's kind of a, I don't want to say an old school mentality, and well, it is. It is. But, you know, I think they all, those same people also want the best for their pet. And when we take the time to educate them that, you know, antibiotics aren't a small thing. They are not. They don't just target the bacteria that are, you know, causing a problem. They target your gut bacteria, your skin bacteria. So they can cause a lot of other problems. We really want to save them for instances where they're absolutely necessary because we're seeing more and more human health issues with antimicrobial resistance and, and things like that. So we've got to be careful when we do prescribe. Very good. Good information on today's program, no doubt about it. We're giving away a $300 10-week novice dog obedience group course at the Dave McMahon Dog Academy. And all you got to do to win is bark like a dog. Let's go to the old telephone. Mark is calling from the Garden City of St. Catharines. Good evening, Mark. I'm Dave the Dog Man. Welcome to Dog Talk. How are you? How are you? I'm good, Mark. I'm really good. Are you ready to bark like a dog? You want to give it a shot? Ready, set, go. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> Mark, that was awesome. We're going to give it to you. We're not even going to go to the other 29 people that are oh, waiting so in the wings. You got it, Mark. Thank Put you. your your welcome, buddy. Put your hands together for Mark one more time, everybody. Let's give him a standing ovation. Very, very good, Mark. That was excellent. Uh, thank you for barking like a dog. And you won the 10-week novice dog obedience group course by Dave McMahon's Dog Training. Stay on the line. Our uh, producer today, uh, Greg Campagne, will um, get some info from you, and I will contact you later, and I'll explain how you're going to claim your prize. I look forward to training you, Mark. I look forward to training you on how to train your dog. Thank you so much. Thanks, brother Mark. See you later. Uh, Have a doggone great night, buddy. That was fun. Hey, Mark did a pretty good job barking like a dog, for sure. Pet insurance. Let me hit you with this now. Yes. Pet insurance, is it a ripoff? Do you recommend it? And if so, is there a pet insurance company that you feel comfortable recommending? Sure. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a ripoff. I, I, I don't think so at all. I mean, you have to realize pet insurance is there for the major things, big things that happen that you can't predict. It's not there to cover small, little, dinky things. I mean, sometimes you can, but if you really want to use it, it should be for major, major issues. Um, but you want to look into pet insurance before there's a problem, Dave. That's the biggest thing. So you, people need to do their research. You, you want to get it before you need an issue. Of course, you know everyone wants to get an insurance company to insure their house after it burns down. But they're not, no one's going to insure you. <laughs> it's kind of like you don't want to buy the roadside assistance after. Yeah, no, exactly. After the fact, you want to kind of get it 
prerequisite yeah, to the so problem. Yeah, so you want to look at it early. It's not a ripoff. It certainly can help. Uh, there's some great companies out there. I'll throw out some names that are, yeah, that please, are reputable. Please name drop. Um, there's Pets Plus Us are, are fantastic. Uh, True Panion and Pet Secure. Those would be the three major ones in the Canadian market. Uh, they offer different products, different coverages. Uh, certainly, you can go look. So Pets Plus Us, True Panion, uh, and uh, Pet Secure, they're all good companies. Um, and they just have different models of doing it. But... You know, you've got to look at it yourself. It's a, it's a, it's a deal for you at, between you and the pet in the pet insurance company. In my experience, I found it to be very helpful for pet owners. Excellent, excellent. I appreciate that very much. Uh, we've had you on the program over the years to talk about all the different interesting things that you have removed mm-hmm. from the stomachs of many dogs. Can you tell me? Is there anything? interesting or that stands out in your mind specific that you may have removed from any dog uh, in 2019, something the dog ingested, something they swallowed, any interesting things? I mean, golf balls, you, you, you know. Yeah, I mean, we, we've had a couple of whole stuff toys, Dave. I mean, some big ones. Some big ones. and, and uh, Socks. Some dogs will swallow a whole sock and then they poop it out and it's all coiled. Yeah, well, I mean, we've had some scary times with socks that haven't come out and we've had to take them out. But um, whole toys, like the whole stuffy toys, Dave, just gone. That that that's the biggest thing I've seen lately. It's, it's like a trend, fashion trend for dogs. You're ki- why? I don't know. They just they're bored. Them, and they lack of them. mental stimulation. The dog is just bored. Not enough exercise. Something's going crazy. Could be. How can our listeners reach you? Yeah, best way is uh, online. Check us out at mainwestvet.com or at Niagara Falls, Niagara Falls Animal Hospital.com. Thank you once again for making the show shine. It's uh, yeah, it was easy with you here. Thank you, Greg Campagne. It was absolutely a pleasure having you here with me. Thank you so much for taking good care of Dr. Bon and I. Uh, thanks for having me. And just so you know, those, those that barking you heard, no, that wasn't sound effects, by the way. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I love it. Listen, I'm going to be taking some time off away from the uh, radio station, and I will look forward to talking to all of the listeners live to air in 2020. I look forward to having another fantastic year on 610 CKTB. But uh, over the next couple weeks, they will be playing the best of Dog Talk with me, Dave the Dogman. I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and fantastic Happy New Year. Thank you so much for being a great listener and uh, for tuning in to Dog Talk. Uh, Have yourselves a darn good doggone great night. See you later.